what's up, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Bash Bros Podcast. My name is Brad Nelson, and today I'm joined by my brother from another mother and soon to be someone I'm going to live in the same city with, Corey BMTG. What's up, bro? Oh, hello, Bradley. I am getting excited for that. That is going to be sweet. Yeah, that, um, that's that's about all that I'm excited about at this current moment. Yeah, same. Outside of that, I'm feeling uh, very, very unsure unsure right now but that for sure will be sweet i'm gonna be excited to have you back well uh well that that brings us to our first sponsor ensure yeah yeah <laughs> we, we've, we've got the we've got the commercial lined up right no no okay no all right no well, we don't we are okay. looking for sponsors so if you would like to sponsor the bachelor's podcast hit us up <laughs> yeah no uh, kidding we all might be losing our jobs so we might need some sponsors uh, yeah speak for yourselves <laughs> i lost my job um <laughs> oh fair fair okay sorry so rude of me <laughs> Yeah, so so to catch you all up, and I'm assuming that you're all filled in already, uh, Wizards of the Coast announced on Thursday that the MPL and Rivals system will be over. One more, you know, effective season to sunset that program with a new program coming. The announcement did not exactly specify everything. So if you were not on social media or, or following along, uh, you would have found out that uh, it, it's a little more bleak than than imagined because the whole retention system that we have been used to either pro tour you know the the platinum gold silver the levels four five six seven eight or the mm -hmm. mpl rivals will probably no longer be a part of competitive magic and we don't know what's coming but until then we've we get kind of nothing and what's crazy about that and what why i think you know it is, is so amazing and and why we brought in a special guest for this really yeah big topic um mm -hmm. It was someone that uh, in, in, in 2018 thought magic, you know, pro magic might not even exist in five years, which is very prophetic. I thought the person was crazy and uh, I, it's confirmed yeah, that, that they are wild. crazy, but they were also right. You know, it's not mutually exclusive. And, <laughs> and that is none other than Mr. Brian Brown doing BBD. How is it going, sir? <laughs> You call me crazy one more time, Brad Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> See how that works out for you. I'm not crazy. <laughs> Fucking sane as shit, motherfucker. Fucking That's right. Sane as shit, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. You guys just broke our PG 13 rating already. Three minutes in. Impressive. Just had to make sure that Mengucci was fired from listening to this podcast <laughs> oh as early as possible this week. So. <laughs> oh no 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 you know no, what I'm, I'm actually doing okay um i just got my second shot of the old vaccine as it were okay. and bra bra breaking news about that literally breaking news joe biden our president has said the cdc announced that they are no longer recommending that fully vaccinated people need to wear masks i saw that really yeah. 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 What what well, if over they, the they saw me roll into the fucking vaccine place? They saw the mask I was wearing and they were like, Good God, is this your first or second shot? Honestly, Biden I... was there on the phone. I was like, second shot. He's like, call it in, call it in. They don't have to wear a mask after the second shot. Honestly, I just think it's the fact that we just, as a magic community, just got hit with such crazy, bad, sad news that we had to bring in the president to make, you know, some uplifting news <laughs> to even it out. Dude, AOC actually tweeted about magic today. She did. Really? Yeah. 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 Because because she was shitting on uh, MTG, the uh, the politician. 
and then oh, had to correct okay. and said, you know, I'm not talking about magic. Y'all cool. <laughs> Y'all chill out. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Y'all cool. Had she seen magic Twitter today, she would have revised <laughs> that tweet. No, I'm just kidding. Did, we, 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 uh, did you, did y'all see my, my low hanging fruit tweet from earlier about that? Watsi, uh, Watsi, was it? I saw Watsi, a few of them, so you all have to specify. Watsi was <laughs> trending, so I took a picture of that, and I just said, yeah. back in 2019, y'all didn't think it, the MPL could possibly take magic <laughs> to the next la- level. <laughs> well, who's laughing now? Hashtag sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good, yeah. Oh, God. Uh, no, that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, since Brad forgot, y'all, you can find this podcast on iTunes. <laughs> Spotify and Stitcher. Yeah, we do need to do that. We got to do it. Most, Not the slide. No, it's, it's the most important part of the cast. It we really don't do is. It. We don't do it, Jonathan. We're not trending upward, boys. We're trending <laughs> downward. <laughs> so like, not after this announcement, man. We're on our way up now. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, the visibility <laughs> is just amazing. <laughs> All right, oh. so. We, you know, we've, we've got, we've got a topic now before we get to that. And you know, it's, it's on topic. Um, well, a lot of shit looks bleak and, and we're going to get into a little bit of it um, because for some, some, it might be great and it will be great for, for some people or at least better, um, obviously. Mm-hmm. But there are a lot of organizers out there that are still trying to make competitive magic a thing. And one of them is inside esports. They have a standard 5k this Saturday. Uh, I know the, uh, Mythic Invitational qualifiers are this weekend, but if you are not qualified for that and want to play in something hyper competitive that can qualify you for another 5K that's on May 22nd, go check them out on MTG Melee. They've been running a lot of cool tournaments. They've got a lot of, uh, you know, irons in the fire. And uh, this, I mean, if there's ever a time to support the secondary market competitive play, <laughs> it would be fucking today. Yeah, no kidding. These are the kind of tournaments you want to be getting into. So, Brad, I'm playing both of them, so I, I need some deck lists, okay? I need to know what to play. Oh, well. Have you considered Journey to Nowhere, Path to Exile, <laughs> Door to Nothingness, and or Baffling End? They all That's seem like great <laughs> cards that don't have anything in common, right? They have no topical relevancy at all. Yeah, they yeah. are just phenomenal removal spells and also a 10 mana way to win the game if you're five color. So yes. they're all <laughs> they're right all connected. Together. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, fair. Well, yeah, so so the announcement came out. Um effectively for people like Brian and I, whether we're in the MPL or Rivals next season, we will have one more season of MPL slash rivals, but they're effectively the same except for they are actually the same, except for MPL will get $40,000 contracts and Rivals will get $25,000 contracts. This is a way that Wizards is saying, we're done with the system, but we promised you a lifestyle before and we promised you a system and we're just going to honor at least one year of that, uh, you know, before before ending it, which is yeah. which is honestly better than 20 or 33rd got in 2018, right? Yeah, I mean they they hey. have in the past they have in the past screwed over people by changing a system and not providing a year leeway uh, to do so. So yeah, them them honoring what we were playing for this year, I think is was a good and fair decision on their part. Yeah, that um, does seem nice. I actually have a question for you, Brad. Sure, shoot. Uh, now that everything has gone belly up 
Am I allowed to refer to it as the Magic Prolapse League? Oh, now? fuck yeah. <laughs> or can I, or am, I, am I required to call it the Magic Pro League still? <laughs> no, 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 no. It is the Prolapse Anus League. I've been referring it to the Ma- as the Magic Prolapse League internally. And by internally, I mean. Amongst all, all your friends. Amongst, yes. yeah. Yes. For quite no. some time now. And now I can finally. Rip the lid off you of that, that He flag, does make brother. that you joke that quite often. He makes that joke all the time. And I laugh every time, to be honest. It's pretty funny. There are just certain words. Prolapsed, <laughs> grundle, taint. They're just words that are just, they're funny words. You well, know? So, like, so funny to, words. Let you add, to let you all in on the descent into madness, um... That is Brian. BBD's been in his basement um, for a while, you know, y'all. So, so, so there will be times. Now, now I'm not going to give you context. This is an interaction. Mm. Uh, something that that often happens is um, we just have this system with Brian that, like, literally, like, like I don't know. Sometimes he'll be sleeping later, and Amber and I are going to order in because we're lazy. So I'll just order Brian food from somewhere, and I'll take it down to him and surprise him with food. <laughs> and previously you know years ago he would respond with things like goulet which turned into <laughs> gullet or but sometimes no or robert <laughs> but lately i will be like here's food and he has said multiple times benjamin stark yeah <laughs> so <laughs> it, it is not, it, it's okay I, I now i have to explain this one i knew where you <laughs> And so does Robert when things are good. And that one makes and I'll honestly sense. tell you that I don't know if this is a uh, magic player, Benjamin Spar- Stark. I guess there is no it's Game ben of Thrones character, right? It's, it's Ben okay. S. Yeah. Right. Uh, that, that's the, that's the thing of it. So it's, it was, you know, Brad would give me food and I would say cool beans. And I just kept saying, I would say cool beans all the time. And then it just became, I think it was a misspelling or something and it was just cool, cool ben. ben s so then it, <laughs> so then i started calling it and ben s is short for ben stark so then i started calling it cool ben stark and then it just full name benjamin stark no the cool involved at all yeah like here's some yeah. fried rice bread benjamin stark <laughs> it's it's a completely normal trajectory it's a, you know, a normal oh, yeah. thing to do you know, I'm honestly, this is the first time hearing of this iteration of you saying thank you in a weird way, but I've heard so many other odd, you know, things you said over the like eight years we've known each other that I'm actually not surprised at all. <laughs> oh, it's good. It's good. Oh, God. That but is really I, I, good. I did get my second shot, so they are allowing me back out into the world. So, <laughs> yeah. so finally, you're going to have some human interaction again, huh? You're going to get I out know, of that yeah. basement. <laughs> I like I think I've told the story in the podcast before, but I worked for an entire summer <clears throat> in a warehouse where I was on a conveyor line by myself the entire 8-hour shift and it was a night shift from 11 p.m. to 7 a.m. and I had almost zero human interaction for this entire <laughs> summer because all I did was go to work at night, sleep the entire day when most people are awake. And then on weekends, I just played video games and it was like the entire summer. And I literally thought I was going insane because (laughs) I I, would as well. I like all like the only way I had to entertain myself was just like 
really just talking to myself <laughs> because I just didn't really interact with anyone else. And it, it, it just drove me to like a point of where I thought I was insane. And let's just say maybe this year it's not so far off. So. Yeah. Was that where the wall staring came in? Is that where the beautiful photography was blossomed? Uh, no, but. Oh, okay. Would, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. That came, that came later. Gotcha. Okay. Well, right, hey. so let's. You're Let's, almost. Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I, I just wanted to bring it back because I, I don't even need this. I, I don't want this episode to be too long and drag on because I do just want us to express our feelings about this week's, uh, you know, announcement and get yeah. in and get out. I just don't but, want I don't want our audience to look at the time and it'd be like 150 minutes and be like, I don't want to sift through a bunch of garbage about Benjamin Stark. <laughs> to get to, yeah. We're going to keep oh, Mangu like, this time. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only on page 47 of my autobiography. There's still 237 pages left to go. You gotta let me finish. The, the next chapter, Taint, Taint Grundle and all that, is a classic chapter. Yeah. All right. I, I don't know. I feel like I'm getting uh, the camera, like the, the mic is breaking up. Um, I don't want this <laughs> episode to be a, an hour and 50 minutes long and people have to sit through a bunch of garbage. Okay. Good call. Good call. Good call. Great call. Fair. Beautiful call. Yeah. And, and Jonathan, delete anything you want. Be liberal with it. <laughs> just deletes the rest of the episode from here on. <laughs> this is just it. No, it, yeah, it, this is just the turning. The rest of the episode is so horribly bad that we eventually look fondly back on that part of the episode as, yeah. as with nostalgia. Like, hey, remember? Remember the Grundle? Remember the remember Grundle? That was great. Nine hour and 37 minute long episode when we originally had high hopes and, and, and like semi relevant things to say. That was amazing. Like, All right, those so, were the day, the glory days of the Bash Bros Pro Tour for sure. And, and as you're getting a picture into this, um, everyone in the audience, um, I, I just I just want the floor just to say there, we talked about this in our pre-show. And if you if you want to support us on on Patreon, you can get access to that. Um and not going to lie, there might be better content there this week, but this week we don't want to get bogged down with what went wrong. What could they have done? Whatever. Like, like it was a shit storm. A lot of people are covering it. If you didn't listen to constructive resources this week, uh, they did it live actually. And I listened to it earlier before we recorded this. Uh, as Corey was doing verses and Brian was getting his shot, I just stayed tuned into this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I also watched an old Will Ferrell movie called Kicking and Streaming. And now that I think about it, I am not mentally okay uh, right now. But <laughs> <laughs> that's a broad day, bro. Yeah, that is a broad have, day. To have chosen willingly to watch that movie, I I have a lot of questions right now. Yeah. So, so I have. I, 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 I will answer it really easily for anyone that would question it. Um, I have this rule that is good and bad. Uh, if I just turn the TV on to turn something on to watch something, whether it's like to, to eat a meal or just to, to turn my brain off, if I ever get an inclination or interest in something that's on the screen, I click into it instead of debate. Should I watch this or find something better? Because I don't like spending an hour and a half just digging for shows. Yeah, I do hate I, that. Yeah. No, I think that is, I think that's a really good policy, though. I have actually like the reverse of that policy. <laughs> where if I am debating like uh, should I shouldn't I on watching a show then I just don't watch TV at all because clearly sure. I'm not that interested in it so mm. well I'm interested in looking for the diamond in the rough but oh god I got yeah. trapped again okay back to the policy stuff all right so <laughs> uh, we're not going to get bogged down in the policy of what wizard said or did um, or 
stuff like that. I think today what we want to do and how we want to set the tone for this conversation is how it affects us, how we feel about it. And, um, you know, and maybe tell some funny stories about, you know, the last couple of years and whatever. So, uh, well, like there is a lot of, uh, ways to have this conversation. A lot of people are already doing that. I'm pretty sure that the arena deckless podcast, and I know that the constructive resources is doing it. And I'm assuming that the Ross Miriam one Ross is having Todd on his show. I don't know if that's a smart move today, but that, that man's going to spit some venom. So I just uh, saw a tweet that mm. said, uh, uh, that they definitely overuse the word fuck by a long shot in their podcast. So yeah, I, I can kind of sense what that one's going to be about. Yeah. And, 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 and <laughs> Nobody would be so foul as to use that word in hours. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and and in my opinion, straight up, uh, without getting too deep into the nuance of all of this, is that I think that we as the community do not have enough information to make the best decisions. While some of our decisions and some of our opinions would be correct, uh, sometimes they won't. As well as wizards obviously made a lot of mistakes, and to get into all of them and to figure them out really doesn't do us any good at this yeah. moment. Um. They laid it out well, and I, for one, am very happy that they said it very bluntly to us. They they told us a day mm -hmm. early, and they effectively said we're fired. And yeah. they, you know, they effectively said this is how it is. This is where we're at, and and they just said it. They gave it to us straight. I mean, I, you know, and and the announcement was a little bit more optimistic than what we heard, but they corrected themselves, and they even did a Q and A. Blake at least did it. I don't exactly know what was on there. Yeah. Um, I have this Nick Miller recap for, for that hour long episode. And he just, he has it like wizards, not going to subsidize the lifestyles of top 200 players. Idea of going back to PT and GP nomenclature on the table concept of fractional invites slash chaining qualifications being looked at for larger events, hall of fame paused, not dead. Um, and so that's, that's, you know, the shorthand of it. Well, damn that's it, bro. See, you got a double, the oh, sorry, Brad, you got a double dagger now that, they said the Hall of Fame might be coming back too, so you had to be, you know, just reminded that you were so close. Now it might actually matter. I was never actually <laughs> close. I was just on the ballot <laughs> and being talked about badly. And so I'm kind of, <laughs> I wish it was dead, not paused. Truth oh, be told. Fair. Okay, okay. <laughs> Brian, what were you going to say? I was going to say that that was all the stuff that they discussed with us yesterday. Yep. I mean, I, I was a little bit disappointed that they chose to post a document that uh was ambiguous about a lot of the things and left hope for players for a system that they knew they wouldn't be doing mm. um but i'm glad that they they cleared a lot of that up and i like brad said i, I don't really want to talk about the ins and outs of the decision you know what organized play should be or do like i i just we've talked about that on this podcast a bunch of times yeah. i don't think it's something that we should really talk about again or you know like you can hear that from from a lot of other podcasts for sure. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't change what we thought, you know, they should have done in the past now that they've made a new decision. So, yeah, okay. I agree. And, 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 and we're all we're all in agreement with that, right? Mhm. Mm Great. All right. So let's get into the casting crew. All right. Start yeah. off. With st <laughs> yeah, that's great. Um, yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Like, like what, I, what the first place I want to go is I. I knew that like in 2019, I felt like I was reaching to the cookie jar in MPL. Like I could not believe it when I, you know, was starting to look and, and, and I did my taxes for the next year and I was like, holy shit, the amount of money I made was absurd relative to any other year in magic. Like mm -hmm. Andrea Mangucci has, has 
now top eight at a pro tour, right? Or has no, has a bunch of pro tour top eights, like three, but like is like one of the top earners in magic based on like one accomplishment, you know, like, like it is, yeah. it is wild how much money was dumped into 2019. And we all got to be part of that. And I knew that I was special and I, and I was willing to work to try to make magic a better place because of that. And, um, you know, with it, with it going away, my, my, and I, and I knew it wasn't going to ever be as good as it was then, but like what, what's, what saddens me is that I actually think like nothing has ever been so infectious in my life than the pro tour. And it was, it was very scary to me to, to this morning thinking that like for everyone, they would just like dislike this announcement. It'd be bad. But you know, thinking about it, like, so many people were already shut out and are still here, right? Like I think of a, a Jim Davis that like was just shut out. Like a lot of people, you were shut out, Corey, and you transitioned mm-hmm. into commentary and, and stuff like that. And like, if the community is still around and we're still doing content, we're still playing magic tournaments. If the SEG tour comes back, I'm going to be very happy. But this, this announcement I do feel like makes for a lot of uncharted territory because if wizards is not backing an inspirational system for people to, to opt into like, like, you know, uh, is the, are those competitive players still going to exist? Are, are, are the Arnie's going to, you know, be growing up with magic. And, and I don't have the answer to that. And that scares me to stick around. Yeah, it's definitely, you know, leads to a lot of uncertainty, you know, I mean, I was I was getting out of the pro life and I was still super content with just going competing on the SCG tour and then commentating for the big events, you know, kind of already giving up on the pro dream. But, you know, now if it's just going on the SCG tournaments, if we don't have big events to commentate, it, it's definitely a little bit more sad. All I ever wanted to do when I started commentating is be like BDM when you rock walk around in a suit in between rounds and just like check out what kind of cool decks are being played, catch up with someone I haven't seen in a while, maybe do a deck tech with them because uh, I walked by and I just thought their deck was sweet. Like I always envisioned just getting to do one in-person big event like that. And now I'm worried that that, that dream may never happen. I mean, they, is, will have, sad, they will have but... big tournaments. And, and I think if... If you get like they will have in-person tournaments and stuff like the problem is, is COVID is messing up this next year. I think if, oh, for sure, yeah. if, if, you know, the rollout was as good in America as it was everywhere else, um, mm-hmm. then we might see uh, a big tournament here in the near future, but it's going to have to be regionalized for at least another year because like there are just areas that, I mean, a lot of our friends over in Europe have told me that like they, they're expected August, September is when they're going to get their shots, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. We started off so bad. It feels weird to, you know, be somewhat on the other side as well, someone still, that, pu- that pulled out the vaccine fast or something. Well, like that, I mean, you know? not to add more to the, to the story, but the, like, we're not going to hit herd mentality or herd. Uh, what is it called? Herd immunity. immunity. We're not going to hit that. We're not even going to get close to that. It's like millions and millions of Americans are getting one shot and not two. And they're not getting fully vaccinated. And they're if- getting one shot. <laughs> Like, like, blighted agent with a blazing shoal. <laughs> see, I was thinking they only get one shot, one opportunity, you know, to seize this moment, you know. I don't remember the rest are they of the Eminem their, song. Are they, they're losing themselves yes, in the, they do. Uh, the magic, the moments. I am going to vomit mom's spaghetti if you both don't stop. <laughs> well, the, the, uh, 
I don't know why. That's just it's just weird how life works because that song was literally playing on the radio today while I was driving mm-hmm. to my COVID vaccine shot. Nice. <laughs> just, I, I, just That's awesome. That I just out, I yeah. didn't know I didn't know radio still existed. Uh, video tried to kill it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's actually they didn't a succeed lot. though. Yeah. No, it's actually a lot like this podcast. How so, you know we you know a lot of people watch the podcast, but there's still an avid listening community. Do you know what's exactly. great? Do you know what's great? Yeah. Like you know like. Speaking of depressing, um, I saw an episode a while back of a Zach Braff show about a dad that quits his job to become a podcaster, and it made me feel worse about being a podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's nice. just like this. It just makes me feel worse. I didn't watch the show. It just what the idea of the concept made me feel. Hey, Brad, don't Any- don't make it. Don't feel too bad about it. We're barely podcasters, y'all. Yeah. Anytime I anytime I tell like my wow friends i'm like i can't do that right now because i gotta go record a podcast i do feel like such a dweeb i can't <laughs> explain it it just it does make me feel kind of dweeby i i like i love this podcast but yeah it's just just being a random like dude in their 30s doing a podcast like it kind of has that like connotation in society of, of i don't know well yeah, yeah well, everyone well, does podcasts now because they just like think like oh it's gonna make so much money and yeah we'll see if we get this guy back as a special guest brad i mean he's kind of shitting I mean, on our I podcast like, yeah. <laughs> i also feel like if there's even less tournaments <laughs> sorry I, i'm sorry i'm i like the only reason i'm shitting on your podcast is because five years from now people are going to come back and listen to this episode and be like god damn that guy was right to shit on that podcast <laughs> yeah. five years ago you're just you're just so, you can see in the future five years yeah. at a time impressive only five years nothing else oh just God. five years i'm just gonna say this right now if we're still doing this podcast in five years my life is either going really good or really bad you should go you should go check my tweet from may 13th 2016 where i talked about how brad was gonna have to bandage up his taint yeah like, <laughs> well that was pre-show material brian hey, pre-show yeah. material they, they, they gotta, pre-show material they gotta pay to get that like come on it is wow. behind our only fa- i mean bash bros podcast <laughs> patreon so. yes. yeah <laughs> that's the cover for our, our yeah got it yeah so I don't know. I've been weirdly like emotional today because it's kind of weird for me because I've been checked out of Magic for so long. And I don't think that this announcement changed anything personally about my future plans because I was already planning on moving on from Pro Magic, even if they went back to the old Pro system. Mm -hmm. Or even continued the MPL system and rivals and stuff like maybe I would have played one or two more years, but it was not a long term thing I was interested in doing. Are you still um, going to accept your stimulus check for 2022 from them? Yeah. Okay. Yes, I am. Okay. Yes, okay. I will, gotcha. I will take the free money to do nothing. I'm okay. Just making sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there, I, I felt bad about collecting checks from Wasi to not do that much. Um, and, and I think the reason I felt so bad is because it came at the expense of other organized play. And there were a lot of people who wanted the opportunity to be where I am. were much more passionate about it. Not that I wasn't originally passionate, but at the time mm-hmm. they were more passionate about it that did not have an opportunity to succeed. And it made me it made me feel really awful taking that money. But uh, now I don't feel bad at all. taking it. <laughs> you know, like, I, I, I don't like it's like it, me taking that money doesn't change anything about the system. Yeah, that's no. true. That's true. 
no I, I had to tell you about that too it's like like you have to like everyone else would would do it in that that spot and just just because it's not any like for example there are magic players that it doesn't hit right like and they they're reaping rewards in in systems um that don't have the same emotional impact right i don't know i th- i think it's you earned it blah 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 we talked about it a lot yeah, yeah we, I, I don't want to talk about that again but yeah like i i've been weirdly emotional today about it just because I don't know. It's just an end of an era. Like for me, the MPL was like just a super negative experience for me. Um, uh, like I, I felt at least at the onset of the MPL, the magic community was absolutely horrible towards people in the MPL that drove me towards not wanting to be a part of the magic community anymore. Um, that was a major part of my life for, for, for the past 10 years. That was the biggest part of my life was being part of the magic community. Mm-hmm. Feeling disconnected from that was incredibly jarring. Um, I, I I think it really affected my outlook the last three years. Like I've been I've been depressed way more often. I've been a negative person in spots where I used to not be like a negative person. Like I, I just think it has really negatively affected me a lot of ways the last three years. Like I, I think the MPL was just a huge like like negative for my life. Um, so I am not sad to see it go. Um, mm-hmm. But what I am sad to see go is being able to chase the dream of pro magic and eventually be incredibly lucky to be one of the few people who succeeded at it was one of the like best things in my life. And like I met so many awesome people, including mm-hmm. you guys through that. Like I learned so much about life being a sheltered kid just by being part of this magic community with so many really smart people. Like mm-hmm. it, it was, it was an incredible thing for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, I'm sad that other people will not have the chance to experience that. There's a lot of other people out there who are right now where I was seven years ago, who have that same drive, that same passion. And they're smart people that I would have loved to just watch them be able to succeed through magic and experience that same joy that I had. And that's just not going to be the case anymore. And it's, I am yeah. sad about that. Yeah, honestly, just watching Arnie, you know, take down the Keldheim Championship, watching that pure joy of getting to, you know, a spot that he clearly dreamed about for a long time. You know, he spoke in like his interviews of how he's thought about these moments for the longest time. And even though it's like not in person, you know, it still means so much. And, you know, he's the same thing. Super smart, really driven to do it. And yeah, it is sad that, you know, it's going to be so different. It's going to be so different. Yeah, it's... It, you know, you, you speaking on that, Brian, like about, like, I understand getting accomplishments and, and those things are like really good, you know, like, you know, like being rich and famous really helps your life. Um, <laughs> and that's the podcast. That, if you take anything from this, take that lesson. <laughs> that's just a really old inside joke. We're not going to explain. Okay. Uh, <laughs> like to, I'll edit that to say being rich improves your life. I don't know if being famous improves your no, life. No, it doesn't. But yeah, it's just an old. It's an old joke. Um, no, like like this makes me think it's of Jake. Pre, it's from the pre-show. Yeah, it's from the pre-show. <laughs> uh, this this like reminds me of Jake Van Lunen, like someone that only for a small period of years I got to be, befriend, and I got mm. to spend a lot of time with. But like, still to this day, like we're we're pretty close in the sense that we are like six month at a time friends. Like every, we we check up on each other's life, and if things are going bad, we'll talk to each other. And if, you know, if things are exciting, like I got calls each day 
uh that his his kids were born right like he got a call when we brought d home <laughs> you <know? laughs> um you know we've had some some up and downs through COVID, and we've talked but you know like there, there's friends like that but then there's people like i think that i'll talk to jake van lunen at least once a year for the rest of my life you know or at least for a long time but then there are people like martin mueller that we we will maybe connect but like i i experienced such a small pocket of time with him where it was mm-hmm. like kind of a crash course of friendship where we spent a ton. I, I got to see this 18 year old kid turn from this, like, I know everything cause I'm smart as shit to this like 23 year old. That's like, Holy shit. I don't know anything. And, yeah. and, and really mature as a human being and become one of my favorite people. And, you know, he also got shut out from the system and, yeah. and he was coming back and there were so many people that did just get kind of, you know, wrecked and the bubble burst. And now what's coming back is not going to be the same. And yeah, that what we got to experience for, you know, me a decade for you, Corey on and off uh, and Brian for like six to eight years, mm-hmm. like that's not coming back. And those were some really special times that I do wish that yeah. like these next gens could have, cause there's a lot of people grinding magic right now that, yeah. that uh, that'll never get this, you know? Yeah. And that's the one thing is the, what we got to all experience <laughs> uh, is like just a large group of us being gold. So we got a whole year of building friendships, even if it was just going back to the same kind of pro tour system where you got to keep spiking tournaments and then you get to see your friends. Like you you don't get those same kind of bonds and especially testing for them because it meant so much to all of us to be gold, to make sure we just get to do it again because you feel so left out, not even because of magic, but just because of the friends you're getting to meet that it like really sucks if, you know, we've all had to see people that went from gold to silver and we're not going to see them as much. And we're like, hey, we hope you get back on the pro tour and stuff. But when we all hit gold, it's just like, yes, we all get to just hang for another year. I get to yeah. see my my Danish friends. You know, I get to, I get to see people that I wouldn't normally see hang out with John Finkel, you know, one of the smartest people I've ever met and just just really get immersed in a world that never would have happened without the game ever, you know? And and making friends in magic is is awesome. Like it, you know, like I I struggle to make friends in general because I'm not I'm I'm kind of a shy person. I'm not very mm-hmm. social, I'm not very outgoing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I'm not somebody who will reach out to somebody that I don't know that well and ask to hang out. You know, like I, I don't know. Like I that's just not something that I, I'm not comfortable doing or that I do that often. Mm-hmm. Um and, and magic is a situation where it's like, hey, you're on a testing team with these 11 other people you might not know five of them you're about to spend two weeks with those five people i mean sometimes that's a super negative experience you're like this guy sucks i gotta spend two weeks sharing a room with them but a lot of times it's it's like you get to find people who are smart who are passionate about their hobbies um and it's the same hobby as you and you have the shared thing that you can connect over yeah and then you're spending a lot of time with them traveling to a tournament seeing them between rounds like you actually do get a chance to develop friendships with people that you know are a little deeper maybe than like i see billy from accounting three times a week for 30 Mm -hmm. minutes in a meeting you know or Mm -hmm. whatever like i don't know I, i i there's there's a lot of awesome things about magic and about um the competitive play structure that are just really cool and maybe those things will continue to exist and that would be awesome so i I mean it's also it's also thinking about that with like uh somebody from the office like of course you can you can have these enriching friends from work 
but yeah. the, the cultural differences, you know, are great. And, and also the fact that like, I can, I have a place to stay in a lot of countries, you know, I'm, like, I'm going to visit Mueller here either this year or early next year. You know, like I, these are people that have lasting impressions on my life you know oh, the deutschland is amazing i love it over there i've heard i've always wanted to visit but i also miss chris and Mueller, and you know especially with the announcement like this who knows uh, when our situations would be brought together if we didn't each make an effort you know yeah these are these, those are both people that i'm going to be inviting to my wedding you know like yeah yeah i i mean yeah that's awesome like no way like wherever you go, you'll you you might have somebody that you know from from magic. Like mm -hmm. I'll be going to uh, prison because I've yes. been I've been doing uh, fraud for the last ten years, <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be I'll be indicted for white collar crime here sometime within the next six months. And okay. my oh, you won't cellmate, be gone for that long. <laughs> my cellmate plays Cringe. magic, and we have that. We'll be spending the next. 12 to 20 years together and i was like i don't watch. know who you're about to make a joke about but please don't <laughs> 12 to 20 years for white collar crime that's bullshit it's not like you like purchased a small amount of weed or anything true <laughs> yeah. yeah there you go so brian i just got to bring it back to one thing when you just kept saying like about the testing house experience be like when you got 10 people living in quarters together it's not always great all i pictured is just like a real world skit be like what happens when 10 magic players start testing and stop being real shit gets messy really fast yeah in a yeah. world where nobody cleans up after themselves dude. everyone drinks coke zero and no one showers what's gonna happen dude that one the, the one of the last testing houses that we had uh it was the team gp where uh i played with you and mueller brian and uh and i don't remember Corey who you played with your team was awesome too i don't remember who it was yeah though. yeah we took uh we did good at juza and cory burkhart no that was that was uh constructed this one was limited oh seth and frank Scarry. yeah that's also a gas team yeah, um that's what i thought i fun. thought your team was great but yeah. so i remember friday half the team went to the tournament and half the team stayed back and whoever stayed back at the house just cleaned the place right and then front then saturday comes we go to the tournament we have a hotel but it gets overbooked because we didn't go and check in early like yeah. I booked a hotel. So we get there at like 10 PM. We're tired. We just got done eating. We're just going to pass out and they don't have a hotel. And then we're trying to get a hotel and we're like, fuck it. We'll just go back to the house, which is an hour away. And at this point it's like midnight or one. Now we get back. We only get to sleep for like four or five hours. We get back up. We go to the tournament. We finish in the top four. We lose in the top four. And then, and it was a very stressful weekend for, for different reasons. We're not going to bring up. Oh, and yeah. then we're exhausted and we're going back to the house and everyone has left to go watch NBA finals or N like some playoff game. And they're all at a bar and it was just Mueller, Brian and I, and we get back to the house and it's trashed again. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> disgusting trash. And we have to clean again. Yeah. And then figure out food. Oh my God. That was one of the most tilting experiences I've had in the last like five years. Yeah. Didn't I think we, we've all had we, some crazy stories through. Didn't we clean houses. again and yes. then order food yes. and then, and then we trashed it with our food afterwards? No, we didn't. No, we didn't trash it. They all came back and trashed it again. Yeah. Oh, sure, yeah, Brad. Yeah. Sure. No. Oh, my favorite, my favorite just was confessed. when we tested with the Czech, when we were testing the Czech Republic and I went to bed and the place was clean because I didn't go out drinking. And I get oh. up the next morning. Was that KFC swear, night? Yes, I swear uh, to God. KFC I woke night. up. Oh my. I woke up uh. and there was like, I'm not shitting you, like 
30 boxes of chicken. It was like they were stacked beside the the, the fridge. They were all over the counter. They were all over the table. I mean, and grease, a layer of grease everywhere. I was like, what were you guys doing? It was hours before that, but it was perfectly clean when we went to bed. And then we woke up. Yeah, we woke up the next day and it was just magic cards spread everywhere like everywhere like the floor in between the couch cushions like everywhere and then just boxes of chicken like <laughs> so much grease so much grease like, everywhere and there was at least like i would say like 15 pieces of chicken that didn't get eaten which was surprising mm-hmm. but yeah. weren't refrigerated <laughs> yeah i remember the next day we were talking because i left hanging out with them a little early. So I didn't stay for the whole debauchery. But the next day I was like, yeah, Mueller, what happened? He's like, I ate an ungodly amount of fried chicken. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> I, I believe that. <laughs> like, And he didn't look happy about it. He was stone facing it. Like, <laughs> right, did not favorite. feel good. Yeah, I don't want to out anyone here, but I'm going to. That trip was also <laughs> great because like we couldn't really order food. So we had to just get takeout the entire time. And yeah. <laughs> majors just like didn't shit for like five days. Wow. And he was starting he was starting to get actively concerned, which is obvious. You should. But he's like, I need to find a pharmacy now. Cause we were like just eating like pasta and pizza. Like literally, I just I can envision Christopher opening a box of pizza, grabbing some of the Alfredo pasta, putting it on top of the pizza and folding it like a taco. And I'm like, Man, I am way too fat to be learning food tricks like this from you. Like, I, I should be knowing all this. I should be teaching you these tricks. I have a very classic photo from that uh, check house. Yeah, the, the sideways tilt, right? Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This was the pinnacle of BBD's sideways head, like creepy ass look whenever he top aided a GP. And I, because I think you top aided Prague too. Uh, and I was just like, all right. So all week and I was like, BBD, let me, let me see that creepy face <laughs> or that creepy head tilt. So yeah, we got a good one. Oh, so good. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, you know, I'm, I'm assuming I, to, to push the, to the narrative a little bit further here, like Brian, like you were already a little bit out. And so you're just going to live the next year. I, I don't see you aspiring to much in magic anymore. No, uh, no, no, like next say. year's done. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see it either. I mean, it, who knows? But yeah, you're going to still try to hit MPL just for the extra cash, right? Or at least loosely try. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's a, we can transition at some point in this episode, probably soon. But um, I did test uh, a lot, actually, for the MPL league weekend this weekend. It was the most I've tested at least in a year, if not. I more. see. You just you just miss low stakes tournaments so much that now it's lower stakes. Now you're ready to test a little bit more. Well, I mean, the they told us off. about they told us about the uh, the stakes being taken away literally five minutes after we all submitted our deck list. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So we had our. I'm gonna tell the story if we're gonna. Tra- are you guys ready to transition to talking about that? Then, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> so. Oh my god, this is good. Yeah. We had our deck list submission was at 11:55 a.m. And then at 12 a.m. or sorry, at 12 p.m., five minutes later, we had the start of a meeting where they informed us of all the changes that went public today and discussed them with us and so and so forth. Um, but, you know, I got up at I think Brad got up real early, but I got up at like 7 a.m. so that I had uh, for roughly five hours to like finalize deck lists and stuff. Um, I woke up 
not going to play blue, red, and standard. <laughs> ended up registering blue, red, and standard because I couldn't, I couldn't win with the deck, but ended up playing it, of course. Uh, but we're playing this Tainted Pack deck in Historic, uh, and it's this insane combo deck. I'm not sure if people are familiar with how that deck works, but effectively you can use Tainted Packs to uh, exile your entire deck and then cast a Thassa's Oracle and win the game. Uh, it's kind of a lot like the deck that was in Pioneer that was, that, that they got banned as well. Inverter, um, yeah. Inverter, yeah. It's a lot like that deck, except, <laughs> except a way better version of it. Like, yeah, it's just, it's just way, both pieces cost two instead of four. <laughs> like, you could you can win the game on turn three if Magic Arena was a program that allowed you to play your Magic cards as they were intended, but really? it isn't. Yeah, so there's a oh. lot of wild stories about this tournament. We played on Arena against... Almost, I almost played all, every round on Arena this week against a banned Magic card for this weekend's event. Because <laughs> there are 11 cards that are banned from being played this weekend in Historic. They're not banned in Historic. They're banned specifically for our tournament. And those cards include uh, Search for Iskanta. That's the main one. It's any card that flips into a land that has a colored mana symbol on the other side. Yep. <laughs> because it counts towards devotion for Thassa's Oracle, even in its land form. It's just an arena bug, and their solution was to ban those 11 <laughs> cards. <clears throat> so I'm playing against these people all the time that have Search for his Cant, and I'm like, God, that card is so good against me. And it's just a card that I will never have to play against in the tournament. And uh, I get the, the last night before testing, somebody played Argyle's Bloodfast in the mirror. And I'm like, damn, that card is fucking good in the mirror. <laughs> I'm writing down all these cards. And mm -hmm. I'm like, all right, Nicol Bolas, the Ravager, Argyle's Bloodfast, like all these cards that this Grixis opponent mm -hmm. is playing against me. And I'm just, at the end, I look at it. I'm like, oh, half of these are banned. You yeah. can't play Argyle's Bloodfast. <laughs> you can't play Nicol Bolas, the Ravager. Like you can't play Search for Scanta. They're all fucking banned for the just this weekend. So, um, <laughs> But yeah, the morning of it's we're coming up to the time and we test I tested with Brad and the checks and a couple other guys and uh, they like kind of did their the checks kind of did their own thing and then they'll post their results from it. Um, and so they post their deck list of the packs deck at 1145. So 10 minutes before registration. Real quick, just just a side step. My plan yeah. in this format the entire time was just to register whatever Ivan Flock registers because I do that a lot. So I'm fine with this because he's going to copy paste me and I had, you know, I submitted. I had nine minutes to spare. Yeah. So Brad is just going to submit Ivan's deck, but I've been testing a lot with this deck and I have cards that I like and I dislike. Um, I, I mean, I completed multiples of the cast 30 white or green spell uh, quests on Arena by exclusively casting Luris out of blueback tainted back like once every five games you cast a Luris, and like i just completed numerous of those quests doing that so i've been testing a lot and then like they <laughs> they post this deck list and like i'm like trying to see if there's anything in it that i would like to add to my own deck and stuff like that and i noticed that everyone has cut like a number of these cards that i have in my deck and i'm like yeah i these cards i think these cards suck too i was only playing them because everyone else was playing them and i trust the people on this team cuz they're really good at magic and really smart like if they think a card is good i'll take i'll take their word for it 
So like all of a sudden, like <laughs> their like final list just doesn't have any of these cards. And I also thought they sucked. So I'm cutting them from my deck and it's 1154. <laughs> and the <laughs> deckless de registration deadline is 1155. My God. And so I have one minute to, to do it. And I cut, <laughs> I cut Scrabbling Claws and I cut Baleful Mastery at the literal last second. So now I have a 59-card main deck and a 14-card sideboard. <laughs> and I'm like, but I just, my brain just doesn't work anymore because I'm like the stress from the deadline and everything. And I'm <laughs> trying to figure out how to add two cards to my deck. So I just added a Pact of Negation to my main deck for my sideboard. And I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, now I just need to find a sideboard card. I look at my sideboard. Now it's a 13-card sideboard because I had moved back to the main. It didn't actually fix the problem. And I just threw in a Doomblade and a Deadweight and then just submitted it. Just because they're two black <laughs> cards that started with D and they were next to each other? <laughs> no, I was just like, oh, I need to add a removal spell because I cut one. And yeah. I added I added the Doomblade. And then I was just like... It's right ah, next to it. <laughs> I had to just fucking think of any magic card to put in my sideboard <laughs> and just fucking put a Deadweight in. And then... And uh, um, submitted it right at 11.55. So impressive uh, work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. These guys are like preparing for this meeting that we're about to have with Watsi. And I'm like checking my arena deck against the deck I submitted to make sure that I like did submit. Ups, so. <laughs> it's all one ups. <laughs> make sure I didn't submit like a 61 card deck with like a 14 card sideboard or whatever. I don't know. Or two of one card in the main. That would be very bad for you throughout the weekend. Oh yeah, that would ruin the deck. For yeah, sure. it really would. Oh my God. Well, I'm glad you made it, BBD. That's insane. Yeah, and then I played a, a deck that I couldn't pos I couldn't win any matches with in standard. You so. were the only one though. We like we actually tested it a bunch. I like the deck choice, and we have yeah, some so really. What is it? So it's just this blue red tempo deck that's been popping up. So you remember like the deck LSV popularized two sets ago? Yeah, like is it tempo with just gold yeah. span adventure creatures and shit? Same yeah. same fucking shit, except for um, you know, th there's been a few new cards that make the deck a whole lot better and. It's uh, whatever iteration. I don't remember what it's called. The blue Expressive, red Yeah, that card is insane. Expressive iteration is awesome. And also the Prismari Dragon. Oh, um, okay. Which is, yeah, Speaking Gazzleth. of which, I, I didn't want to tweet this out because I didn't want to spoil what people were <laughs> testing with. I would have done it if it was just me. But Seth Manfield was like the champion of the stack the entire testing time. And we're playing with this blue red dragon. This name is Galazeth Prismari. Mm -hmm. And I just could not see it as anything other than Galazeth Prismari. <laughs> and I just <laughs> like I just wanted to Photoshop Seth's face on the dragon and just be like, yes, Galazeth Prismari. Well, you got your chance. You got your chance I, I, for I this did, weekend. Yeah. It was, now, it was, now you're obligated to do it. It was fun. So like we think Sultai is going to be really popular. So we test against Sultai and we're winning a lot, but we're like, you know, we're winning more than we're losing in the match. And we're like, ah, it still feels close. And then we all like, we're going to play it. And then Tuesday night, uh, a lot of people just get off of it. Uh-oh. And, and we knew that we're having a meeting with Wizards and I don't think any of us knew, thought it was going to be good. Um, yeah. And, and so we're like, oh shit. Like, and I was like, whatever, I'll just play Sultai when I wake up in the morning. And then we woke up and we're like, all right, let's play this matchup again. And we played again and we have some, you know, plans for it. And I don't want to get into them. Um, we'll get into them later after the tournament. Okay, so what are they? Yeah. <laughs> but like, we're like, okay, fine. The matchup is probably good and it's good enough. 
and we like the deck. So then we all get back on it. So like the checks are like, mm-hmm. what are y'all doing? It's like, we're, we're off it. We're done. And then if five hours later, like, all right, we're all playing it. And they're like, okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah. There was a lot of very loose decision-making surrounding this deck, such as, well, we're beating Sultai with it. So we're going to play it, ignoring the fact that there are many decks in the format, not just Sultai. <laughs> and we were losing to Sultai with it. So we were not going to play it. But then we discovered a way to beat Sultai again, again, making us play the deck, ignoring every other deck in the format. No, so. we're not ignoring it. We're, we're, we're pretty good against a lot of the linear decks. We we actually don't know if we're good against Avengers. Um, and we think we're good against Rogues. Well, here's the thing, y'all. You guys got to soak it up because this is probably your last authentic testing team experience. You're going to look back and be like, remember when we actually argued about which deck to play? You know, like, God, that was crazy. Dude, I, oh, yeah. I don't even know what's going to happen. Like, I, I, I'm happy about this because, like, now that I know. So I thought if I stay in the MPL, then that's two more years. Right. But now I know it's not. So now I know it is effectively I will get like three thousand more dollars. Uh, I'll get a better, you know, I'll get fifteen thousand over the next year more if I'm in this. And it's like, yes, that's a lot of money. But I'm moving soon and we have the championship coming up. And for whatever reason, because this is also great, that's like swept under the rug. We have to submit our standard decks nine days before the tournament because <laughs> a fucking anthology comes out four days before deck registration is due, which deck registration for historic is due five days before the tournament for whatever reason. So we have four <laughs> days to potentially test a format that gets flipped on its head. And and I was going to be stressed out about that, but now I don't give a shit. I'm just going to pack and move and be done with it. You're going to pack or are you going to pack... Yeah. there's no way i'm gonna pack like like there's no way right that has to get banned next week like it has to is it that good yeah the deck is insane and like there's a lot of like you you just can't like if you were playing this deck in paper magic you could win on turn three very often but you can't on mtg arena because how of the so? rope because uh, you have to cast on, how do you win on so, turn three Here's how you'd win on turn three. You have an opening hand that contains two blue sources of magic and one black source. Yep. You only need two total lands, but they just have to, one of them has to be a dual land, like Watery Grave or whatever. Watery Grave, um, Island, Thassa's Oracle, yeah. and Tainted Pact are in your opening hand. Yeah, so those four right. cards are in your opening hand. Like, any two lands that both produce blue and one that produces black. Yep. Tainted Pact and Oracle. You have two Oracles and two Tainted Pacts in your deck. Mm-hmm. and every other card is a one of so at this point the remainder of your deck is all one ofs so you play a land and say go on your second turn you play another land and say go at the end of your opponent's turn you cast tainted pact mm-hmm. you exile every card in your deck except the last one you untap you draw your last card you play Thassa's oracle even if they kill it you have no cards in your deck and you win the game so that's a turn three kill but you can't what? do that on mtg arena because if you cast tainted pact on the second turn unless you have ropes built up because like if you're playing uh the the competitive modes on arena yeah. like any time like after a number of turns where you played fast you'll start accumulating like ropes mm. extra ropes and then if you ever rope out on a future turn, it, you know, it'll restart your rope again and restart your rope again until you run out of ropes and then it'll just pass your turn. Wow. So if you cast a tainted pact without any extra ropes, <laughs> it takes so long to resolve the card and oh resolving the card doesn't stop the rope from happening that you'll so just, you just end rope- up with like 13 cards in your deck or something. 
Worse than that, or just exiles everything. No, so, you yeah, lose. but so so that's oh, the lazy way. No, the lazy way to resolve this deck, if I can take the floor, because this is fucking great. Sure, um, yeah. The 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 lazy way to resolve this is to cast Athasa's Oracle with holding hit control and yeah. and be in full control, and then with the with the Thassa's Oracle or the trigger for Thassa's Oracle on the stack, cast the Tainted Pack, and now, um. Then you can let yourself rope out, and then it'll just resolve the entire tainted pact until you go down to zero, and then Thassa's Oracle's trigger will resolve, and you win yeah. the game. So I have literally put it on the stack, left my computer, and went and taken a shit. I have yeah. done this. <laughs> like, it's like for people who used to play a lot of Magic Online, it's like when Eggs was really was the best deck in Modern, and your opponent was comboing off with Eggs. And you could go take a dump and come back and you'd either <laughs> lost the game or it was your turn if they ripped off. Yeah. Like eight minutes later, it was either your turn or you mm. lost. That's kind of how it is here. It's like, yeah, you cast the Thassas, you cast the Tainted Pact, you, you go take a dump, you come back in five minutes and they just flip it over now, your last card and you won. How many dumps so. are you guys but, taking a day? Jesus Christ. Here's, here's where it gets really interesting. This is where it gets really interesting. You can theoretically if you are fast enough win on turn three and now how you do that um without, without a mind know. stone without a mind stone um you can do this by if well this is this is this is what a testing teammate said so if your opponent puts a spell on the stack on turn two what you can do is go into full control and cast your tainted back now because you're in full control and there's a spell on the stack wizards will prompt you with a button that says um resolve, resolve all. all so yeah. if you click resolve all then you will you will be able to loop a little faster the animations are slower or oh they're quicker God. they're quicker so you're using less animation time but you have to click on the left side of decline for to the 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 tainted pact will ask you do you want to take the card or decline it and you have to click on the left side of decline because if you spam the decline button in the middle it'll uncheck resolve all and then and then, the, and then it's slower again <laughs> and you lose automatically what the and, fuck? Well, the other thing about this too, I have actually never been wait, able so to confirm wait, 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 that real this. Quick, real quick, guys, I, I I think I finally get why Pro Magic is dying. <laughs> yeah, actually, this story kind of does it for me check too. It yeah. out for me. Um, yeah, four, yeah. Uh, four days to test because of a mythic anthology. Um, I mean, hey, you know, it's all over, but the tears and the badges that they keep sending us. Oh, oh yeah, they sent yeah they insane. sent us a uh, they sent us something in the mail Patches. recently, and I was like, "Holy, we got a we got mail from Watsi, and it's just like a patch, like mm. you would sew onto you know like your backpack or whatever, like not a shirt itself, but just the just <laughs> yeah. what you can put on a shirt to just give you a pro to a shirt, dude. It's well, it was just the, that's they all they, they sent us. The, just they have the budget to buy us a, a t shirt. Come on, Corey, <laughs> you know that. They did. <laughs> At the beginning of the season, they sent us clothing, and I am a big guy, and that clothing, literally, Amber couldn't fit into that size. Same. Oh, yeah. I mean, they were they, tiny. They, they were sent, like larges. They sent, us they sent us clothes multiple times this year. <laughs> they sent us a t-shirt for a pro tour, and then they sent us MPL gear, and they never bothered to have it be actually in the size that we are. So I got a large t-shirt that I, I'm not even close to being able no. to wear. And then I also got MPL gear that is also just not, like it's closer, but it's still, I can't fit it. So well, it sounds like, like y'all have a lot of larges to give to me when I uh, come visit, huh? Uh, I mean, yeah. what, 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 come visit, I'm moving to your city, Corey. When are you gonna realize this? Uh, good point. Oh, I just booked a flight to Seattle. That's right. 
Corey's actually moving to Seattle. I yeah, I am, man. We're doing a whole kind of switcheroo here. here. I could see Corey. I could see. I could see <laughs> Wizards being like, hey, Corey, you want to come out here? You're like, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I got a lot of confidence in him right now, so I'm in. <laughs> How are those commentary right. jobs going, bro? <laughs> yeah, I'm uh I'm I'm hoping and I'll be real about commentary. I'm really hoping that um this kind of move incentivizes a lot of secondary market tournaments that, you know, try to pop up like inside esports, you know, maybe more dream hacks, more channel fireballs, more SCGs, and the opportunity uh for a commentator is still there. Um, but you know, who knows where the future is of the, the pinnacle of pro tours anymore. I'm hopeful because that is still what I want to do the most, but I'm just hoping there's more opportunities to do other events that people still care about. I, I think those opportunities will exist. I think so. And I hope so. That's why I'm not as terrified. You know, I think it is a lot worse for the, the top 400 players in magic that are trying to either be pros or are pros right now. And that don't make content. I think that's the toughest one because like, you know, they they shown their excellence uh, at the game and they got paid for it. But it feels like that specific job is no longer existing. If you played and you did well, you know, if you were new the nummy where you got into rivals, you got to play in the system, but you're also a very talented, uh, popular streamer. He's going to be fine. You know, so th those are the people that I'm worried about that don't make content that don't like doing it, but still want to be involved in magic, you know? Yeah, I mean, no, I don't know. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> no, I, I, I do. I do. Yeah, I'm worried for a lot of people, and and we'll see what happens. I mean, it also mm -hmm. like uh, it might be a blessing in disguise and getting us all the fuck away from here and and doing mm -hmm. way better. Because like <laughs> like uh, I, I'm not gonna out the person who said this, even though they probably would be fine with it. But I think the 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 thing that resonated with me the most was uh, a peer of mine, another pro, said once that to be a professional magic player, successful professional magic player, you have to be smart enough to be a successful magic player while also dumb enough not to be doing something else with your life. <laughs> and I've never felt like those words ring truer than today. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, man. I will still always say I love what I do. Oh, and I'm very fortunate to do it. So I want to be doing this for a long time. So I hope... I mean, you know, I, I, I mean, for, for I'd many months be doing now. this than making $200,000 as a successful lawyer or something, you know, personally, I, mean, I, I, I am very excited about coming back and making some content with you and hanging out with you and, and producing yeah. some stuff. Um, some of the wind has, has left the sales, um, because of this decision, but I mean, I'm still, I'm looking forward to doing some shit with you and, 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 and having some fun. So we'll see how things Ooh. go. Did I uh, not tell you that I started my professional Runtara career today? Oh, Ooh, I just, oh, 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 yeah, I downloaded Hearthstone. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm just actually, uh, no, I'm actually, actually uh, it's going to be fun. I'm all in on artifacts. I, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I put oh, my wait. entire bankroll into artifact coaching. Is that so million dollar tournament there. still happening? <laughs> so I can play in that artifact million dollar tournament. I've dumped my entire life savings into that. I am going to strike it fucking rich when I win that tournament. So. Hey man, I believe in you. I believe in you. Artifacts should play in an artifact tournament. I, I agree. All right. Well, 
I think that's going to do it for today's episode. Um, yeah. it's, it's I, not, I oh, go for it. I just want to say one more, just one last, like, I got, I don't know, adage, word of advice. Say, or something. say it just, like it might be the last thing you say about magic. <laughs> okay. I mean, it, it, they, they say, you know, if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. Yes. I've do. worked a lot of fucking days of my life. <laughs> Wow, that really leaves everyone on a good note, Brian. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Thank you for being the special guest. Now, can you tell you know, like like in 2018, you predicted this, um, or at least you thought it was possible. Can can you give us another prediction for the next five years? Yeah, five years from now, what do we got, BBD? Oh God, I got to come up with a uh, a 2026 prediction, but that will come true in in 2024. Will it? Well, that's what years. happened. Yeah, but it's only oh, been three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. You're right. They'll they'll retweet me in 2024 about 2026. Yeah. God, this uh, would, this would, the, the most gas would be if you're like, oh, it'll happen in 2024. All right, the Trump train is back. Choo choo. <laughs> oh, oh, right. no, oh, no, Brian, you're a Trumper, and he's like, yeah, that's how we're ending this entire thing. Yeah. <laughs> See, Actually, I was gonna always- say that. In 2024, you know, the vaccine turns us all into zombies and we need Will Smith to save our save humanity. What the fuck? What do you mean? That's the plot to I Am Legend. Don't you remember? Will Smith didn't save humanity. Will Smith massacred a sentient other species that were trying to live by themselves. Yes, that's actually what happened. But I thought that whole thing came up because it was like a vaccine that went wrong and that infected people's blood. Yeah, and like but, that's yeah. A, but they yeah. were they but were then, living. They weren't they weren't bad. Like the people who got infected weren't bad. They were just different people. They were oh. still they were just normal sentient beings. They were just different and he just slaughtered their entire race. Oh, okay. Well, you know, it's been a while since I saw that movie. Uh, forget I said anything. <laughs> Cut that, Jonathan. Thank you. <laughs> well, I don't think the movie portrays that. I think the movie, I think if only, you've he didn't only seen slaughter the movie. their entire race. He just slaughtered one of their like camps. Yeah. Blew, blew himself yeah. up with all of them. Right, right. He I mean, yeah. honestly, that's what happens when you grow up in West Philadelphia, born and raised. You get into a fight from some people, <laughs> and sometimes you're just not the same after that, you know? That's true. What is my life? That's a Fresh Prince of Bel-Air reference, Bradley. Why Why do I do this? <laughs> week in and week out. Because it's your only source of income now, Brad. Cast and oh, crew, God, let's do it. subscribe, support us. Oh, my God. <laughs> This is your only job now, Brad. You gotta oh, stick God. with it. <laughs> Welcome <right>. to hell. <laughs> All right. So speaking of support, uh, we did oh, get two God. people, two new cast and crew that came in to support us literally oh, today yeah. during during this. Thank you so much. Truly appreciate it. Uh, this this is the type of support that is going to keep this pa- podcast going. Yeah, um, and food on our table. Yeah. I mean, it's not that <laughs> dire. Yeah. All right. I, I predict that the Bash Bros podcast okay. will uh, cancel Podbean from their itinerary in five years. You get the hell out of there with it that blasphemy. Will, it'll just be iTunes, Spotify, and Sketcher, actually. It won't be Stitcher either. We're back to the shoe company. Okay. Is, That's yeah. big news, Brad. That's probably a lot of extra money in our pocket, or at least extra money in our shoes. I mean, I'm there hoping. <laughs> I am hoping shoebox money. Shoebox money is the best kind of money. 
<laughs> you heard it here first. All right, well, we're going to kick things <laughs> off with Steve, who is a new member of the cast and crew. And they, and we might need them because we said a mm. lot of negative things today. Disparaging things, maybe. But mm. it cannot be proven because we have general counsel of a chief legal analyst, Steve. And uh, we're going to be putting you to work in overtime. Yeah. Isn't it an, isn't it analyst? Isn't it? No, it's an analyst. analyst. No, it's an analyst, Brian. Yeah, I think it's analyst. No, 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 mm, no, no, no. no. There mm -hmm. are there are chief legal analysts out there, but Steve is is a chief legal analyst. Not that kind of job, yeah. Yeah. All right. Next up, we got DJ, another new member of the cast and crew. So thank you so much, DJ. And DJ is our official copycat, and I'm just assuming that is our official copycat aficionado to join me in a club of loving Felidar Guardian. Well, I'll, and tell you the story. I'll tell you the story. DJ came and is just like, "Here, here's your support, and I want to, I want a job." And I'm like, "What, what job do you want?" And, and DJ's like, "I want to be." Uh, you're like uh, Sky Noodle Chef. And I was like, we already got a Pastafarium, bro. Like that, that <laughs> yeah, didn't happen. Yeah. And DJ was like, okay, fine. I'll just be the copycat. <laughs> smart, smart. Yeah. So thank you, DJ. I love Sky Noodles, actual noodles, and copycat decks as well. So so DJ just has the same job as Phil is what I'm finding out, basically? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Both dedicated workers, yep. All right, we got Bino Gatista, who has been recently promoted. <laughs> oh, yeah, I changed this, y'all. <laughs> he is now the new acting director of Wizards of the Coast Esports. Ooh, so. Bino, you are going up. <laughs> yeah, I figured that one was going to be good. I changed that before right. we even met because I thought that was going to be hilarious. I, I saw that. And you I know, saw those, you know those positions it, like it. all the movies have? Like, like, uh, get hard. Missionary. Like, get missionary. Hard. Oh, well, get hard. Yeah. But yeah. missionary and doggy and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, I was going to say like those job positions. Um, oh yeah. That, like analysts. Oh, of course. That, yeah. that yeah. are, that are on like in movies where it's like always where it's portrayed where the person gets a promotion and then they find out it's a trap. It's a trap promotion. Yeah. It's like Bino walks in. It's like, you are not Watsy's eSport director. Come with me. And you're like, yay. What's <laughs> what's on the docket today? Waiting 70 MPL and Rivals members sitting in a town hall. Tell them they're fired. Bino and Bino's like, shit. Shit, they got yeah. me again. <laughs> yeah, what, what, like, was it a movie or something where, like, they, like, promoted some dude and then the entire company like buckled and he was the one who had to talk about it. I can't remember. Oh, that. there's, there's, there's a been a lot of things like that. The, the most recent was a comedy with Will Ferrell called get hard where his oh, dad-in-law, yeah. yeah, his dad-in-law, um, he, he was an account, a really good account. His dad-in-law, uh, like promoted him into a position where the company was like dumping money in fraud and he got stuck with it. Right. That, that's <laughs> what I was, I was thinking of get hard. Yeah. That was it. Oh, yeah. too good. Yeah, that was great. All right, so next up, we got S. Rudy, who is our business analyst, which will be working hand-in-hand <laughs> in hand with Steve as we try to dig ourselves out of this hole. That's uh, a dirty job to work hand-in-hand hand on that, that's for sure. Next up, we got Inside <laughs> Esports, and that is our esports event organizer on MTG Melee. Now also, this just in, the highest form of competitive play out there. So let's go, Inside Esports. <laughs> Ouch. All right. This one's already not, not about esports. I love them, but yeah, that that rings true. Yeah, that's uh, that's the pinnacle. Yeah, you've done it. Well, we love you. Brad spoiled the shit out of this one, so <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, no to say. We talk about these people every week. What do you mean spoiled? Like it's a TV show. It just hey. spoiled it. It just it's a lot of moving even, pieces. 
wasn't even foreshadowing. It was just spoiling. But yeah. Ian Pasella is our leading Pastafarian. I was protecting Ian's job. And on a day like today, it feels good to have your job protected. Yeah, True. Brad, you really you really deflated on that job, I must say. Yeah. <laughs> All right, next up we got Wappa, who is my personal barista and dog walker. Uh, won't walk BBD uh, for many for many reasons. We won't get into them. Some legal. Uh, so uh, <laughs> said, for many reasons, which you need only to listen to this episode of the podcast to be made clear. Yeah, unfortunately, some we can't talk about because they are actively being investigated. So right, yeah, yeah they're yeah. ongoing investigations. <laughs> they're ongoing investigations. So I got a question, Wapa. If you're Brad's personal dog, walk, dog walker and he's moving here. I have a dog. Is this a package deal or well, you have to get right, back let's to move me on, on Let's that. move on. Next up, we got Adam, and that is our ghost writer. Anytime we see any scary things, spooky, any hauntings or anything, Adam writes about all those incidents. That is very true. Mm -hmm. Including one spooky thing I saw the other day when Brian mooned me. I oh. did. Straight <laughs> up mooned me early in the morning. It was bullshit. Nice. Good for you, Brian. <laughs> yeah, there was one spooky thing that I saw recently that Adam did not write, and that was the end of Pro Magic. All right, we got David <laughs> Watt, special guest screener, and David did an excellent job back in 2018. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I nailed it. Oh, God. Next up, we got Paul Ka. Dead Silence Sarowski. Who's BBD's wall staring photographer? That is right. Brian stares at like we talked about this actually like yesterday about you just stop stare staring into the void. Um, yeah, Brad was telling me a story. I don't want to get just, into it, but yeah. yeah, okay, we won't get it. Never mind. All right, cool. Uh, <laughs> you know what? You know what? That was but on par with uh, your guys' normal story. So next up, we got Phil, and uh, you know what? Like we said, Phil's just been crushing it. Phil's been crushing it every day. We'll continue to do so, and we love him. Yes, we do. All right, we got JP, and that is Mangu's timestamp finder. JP will find the exact timestamp where we begin to talk about Magic the Gathering and stop talking about random bullshit mm. like the Brian Brown doing autobiography. Does, and, does uh, JP do start and stops too? Like start, stop, start, stop? I don't know. I don't mm. know if he does. Maybe, we went back and forth. Yeah, maybe we need, need to that. promote JP and they send us more money. <laughs> 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 JP, just ship us some more out. money. You need a promotion. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. All right, Soldan Bossy <laughs> is up next, who is our designated mana dork. And uh, um, sorry, Soldan, you have to take the week off this week because no one's getting paid for. Oh, <laughs> oh. No one's getting any mana up in here. Yeah. Next up, Mind, we got Mindstone. Eric. <laughs> yeah, next up, we got Eric Nall, and that is the BBP trash man. Um, you know, we, we have a lot of trashy episodes that need cleaning up sometimes, so... Eric Noll does that. I would say we are the trashy podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We're the bad boys of magic. Is that what you're saying? Like, like if you're envisioning, like, you know, let's say like houses and, and, and shit, you know, it's like you got the arena deck list and you got the constructed resources and yeah. And yeah, like, yeah, I could see it. We're, I, know, I, I thought this episode was a Ben Stark. <laughs> a Benjamin Stark. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm okay. like, are we like Hufflepuff or something? Wait, who were the bad ones in Harry Potter? Slytherin. Are we Slytherin no. of podcasts? No, we're not evil. 
Slytherin okay. wasn't evil either. They were just misunderstood. misunderstood. Yeah, exactly. Except for a lot of them were evil. Yeah, oh, yeah for, that's true. <laughs> except for the ones that were evil. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, Brian's uh, got an evil goatee in this picture I'm looking at. So, you know, you could be the evil one. All right. We got Garameldi. <laughs> he is, uh, that is our merch store manager. He sold a he shirt this week. Oh, did we? Yeah, nice. we did. did. Yeah. yeah, we did. I sold it on my stream, too, so I expect a larger commission. Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> no, we're still in debt. I, uh, we're not dead. <laughs> okay, a lar- you expect a larger commission, so instead of negative, you know, it, it's just going to be a larger negative that you actually owe. And we actually um, just uh, got a new item in the merch store, and now it's instead of bring back BBD, it's bring back PTs. So, you know, <laughs> check it out if you want to if you want to get that. We only sell shirts that are three sizes too small. (laughs) (laughs) Next up, we got Patrick, who's our office party coordinator. And and, uh, and I was talking about this, actually. So we keep talking about having an Among Us night, but we're gotten so busy. I think once I move back to Roanoke, we're going to have to do a happy hour with, with our cast and crew. A just get drunk with the hour. cast and crew? Yeah, have a few Fuck beers. Yeah. And yeah, we'll just chill over Zoom or Boom or whatever shit. I that prefer Boomer, the, uh, but... Yeah, I was going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> that was definitely the boomeriest comment you've said. So. <laughs> we'll all chill on MSN Messenger. It'll be great. <laughs> that will chill on uh, yeah, ISP or whatever. Like. <laughs> Next up, we got Filippos Galanis, and that is Brad Soundboy, operator. And let me tell you, I'm glad we don't hear a lot of your work, Filippos, because that soundboard is annoying. Yeah. So we got yeah. Filippos Galanis, and that is Brad Soundboid Operator. Kill me. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get fired from this job, please? Yeah. <laughs> it's like the right. I got fired from the wrong job. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it was ICQ, not ISP. I don't know why I said that. Anyway, we got Laura Roar. That is our CEO. He is the old head honcho for this operation. So. That's Operation. Big. I don't know why I said. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> Never heard you say that in your life. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I mean, just just, just like blame it. it on the vaccine. Yeah, yeah it's the, it's you the got vaccine. the vaccine brain. All right. Uh, second to last up, we've got Victor, who is my first place trophy holder. And let me tell you, I don't <laughs> expect to get many more first place trophies. <laughs> so uh, the job. I, I don't feel Victor. I don't feel like this is a. Uh, this is a. A, a, a great growth potential, you know. Yeah, I, dis- I disagree. Yeah. Allow me to disagree. I actually think there's a lot of room for growth here. Brad, have you considered white collar crime? Steal <laughs> <laughs> a lot of trophies. <laughs> well, if you're not getting a lot of those anymore, Brad, at least I know something that we will be getting a lot of, and that's Dr. Unks' job, and it's our resident proctologist. We're getting older. If we're not going to get any more trophies, at least we're going to get a yeah, rectal exam. Yeah, D- Dr. Unks actually uh, messaged me about his practice and said that they're running a special these days. Uh, instead of free uh, proctology exams, Dr. Unks is paying Bryant now. So, oh, Brian, really? you do have a new job. Nice. Yeah, you could say that Dr. Unks is my only fan. <laughs> <laughs> Impressive. Impressive right, well, stuff. Well, hopefully this episode was uh, palatable. Um, it was an interesting it was one. It was something. Yeah, sorry uh, sorry if I went off the rails a little bit on this one. Dude, it's I th- it's, 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 it's week, impossible so. for us not to. Like, this yeah, is a I weird don't... week. <laughs> 
Honestly, Brian, I think you said that exact thing last week. We should just put that into like an ad read at the end of every episode. Sorry if I went off the rails, y'all. I hope you enjoy the next episode of the Bash Bros podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you just need to record a fucking disclaimer for every fucking thing we say. It's just always Brian, though. <laughs> yeah, just, just like they're randomly inserted. It's like this episode of the Bash Bros podcast has probably said the F-bomb too much, so it's not a PG-13 broadcast anymore. We apologize yeah. for this inconvenience. Yeah. Uh, all right. Goodbye, everyone. See you next See ya. week. Maybe. Yeah, we don't know that. <laughs>